0: You are listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break, episode number fifty nine. I am so excited about bringing today's episode to you. I'm talking to wedding photographer, an educator, fur from Mexico, and. Today's interview is probably seriously one of my favorite interviews in a long time. He just brings so much energy, so many good vibes, such a good mindset, so much value. And I can't wait to share that all with you. So if you jump onto his Instagram, his tagline is, be grateful for what you have and fearless in what you want. And that really does sum up for so well. I met him at Photo Field Trip in California, maybe four or five years ago now and he just had so much energy, such a big presence and he was one of the big speakers and I think I was there maybe just attending and he came up and we had a big conversation and we just hit it off and it's so nice when, you know, you have these big idols and photographers that you love and they take the time to actually come and say hi and talk to you and and connect on that real level. So, thank you, and. Today, I get to bring you some of those conversations that we had onto the podcast. And it's one of the reasons why I wanted to start a podcast in the first place, because I talk to so many inspiring industry leaders all around the world. And I feel like I'm always doing mini masterminds of people. And I thought, you know, it's so insightful. All the things that I get to learn and pick up all over the place. Like, Why not bring this, these honest conversations to more people. And a podcast is the perfect way just to have a conversation and you know, show a different view or a different perspective or challenge our own perspective as well. All that kind of stuff is so important. So before we dive in, today I actually have the six-figure business map opening up for enrollment. It's only open for a couple of days and I'm doing a free workshop today. If you have already missed it, don't worry. Still go over to jialong.co because there will be a replay. So if you do manage to get over there, I will see you live. You can ask me questions. I'm really looking forward to it. Jailong.co Hey, so I'm here with, uh, he's in Mexico. I'm in Melbourne and, um, I've been wanting to talk to you for quite a while on the podcast. And truth be told, I would say you're the most requested person for my podcast. So every time someone slips into my direct messages, they're always asking to get you on the podcast. So I know I'm going to make a lot of people happy by having this conversation today. How are you?
1: Oh, brother. Thank you, Jay. And, and I have to confess something, man. I I consume all your, all your episodes, man, because I think... Uh, we don't have a, a good enough or a decent education about money. Uh, I think we're still fighting that devil per se, and and you're you're helping me break that pattern.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting how we do have this stigma around money, and you know, so so many people just don't want to talk about it, or they shy away from it, or they feel guilty making it, and all these things. But like if you are able to make it, you can actually change people's lives. And that changes your mindset because all of a sudden you can make a bigger impact for those that can't make the money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Here, I think since, since I was growing up, uh, it was like divided, no? Like if you make money, you're going to be an unhappy human being, you know? And uh, if you're an artist or you do something out of, passion uh you're gonna live with your parents uh, for the rest of your life you know so uh for me like it took me like about 30 years to try to break that like at least take one step you know and and still like 10 years have passed or 11 years and i'm like baby steps still till today
0: it does take a long time because we really have been conditioned from our grandparents you know when they went to war and gone through depressions and things like that And then they talk about saving and holding as much money as possible, not telling anyone about it. And then that went on to our parents. And then, you know, they had the same mindset. So as we're stepping out into a new age, we're realizing we don't have to be in the dark with our own finances. And in fact, we can be empowered with it. And then if you do that, you can teach your children, you can teach the people around you that it doesn't have to be a scary thing. And you are dedicating your life to trying to make it so you can, you know, feed your family and do that kind of stuff. So you might as well know what you're you're actually working for,
1: yeah, and and I think Latin America it's it, it's 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 a it's a different case because I think they teach us that it's like life's like a video game, but you only have one life, and and that's it. Like so, so if you make one step, uh, like like a false step, you you can't survive, you can't revive like a phoenix bird or something, you know, you you're done, and and. And it's it's freaking scary, like to to break that, like, I think because religion, it's a big thing here. And like they want to fill your your soul with guilt. So it's always uh, challenging. And and for me, to be totally honest, when I started to to go to America, that that's when I met you And, and going to all these different conventions and workshops has has changed my perception to. Forget about thinking that I had to live uh, and and make the money uh, based on where I was born, and and that my expectations have to be limited to my last name or my friends. So yeah, it's it's been a really difficult but empowering uh, road that I have taken.
0: It really is one of the most hardest things that we can do in life is challenge our own beliefs, the things that have molded us as we've growing up, and it's incredible to see. And I've done the same, you know, like I grew up in an area where people didn't believe you could make more money or make more impact or do travel the world doing those things because that was the lifestyle for the rich and famous. But as you realize that like that's, you know, we're conditioned by other people that haven't done it to think like that. And then you have to challenge yourself, like maybe that's not actually the way. And to do that, like how did you come to that place where you all of a sudden like realized that, you know, that doesn't have to be your story. It doesn't have to be your narrative.
1: Well, I needed like, uh, samples, you know, like, uh, like different perspectives. Um, like even till, till today, like, uh, like in, in theory, this, uh, industry is full of creatives. And, and I have seen that like the, the Mexican market of wedding photographers, uh, they're still waiting for uh, like the, the vaccine to fix all these solutions, all the, you know, and it's like, dude, like. Uh, your talent has, can be transported in, into other different kinds of uh, creative work, you know? And, and, and they are like, but why and, and how? And, and that's the thing, like the, the resilience the, the, to, to fail and fail hard and then say, okay, it's, I, have, I have two lives or three lives or, or six lives. And the things that we have done, it's been like trying to live a very humble life uh, compared to others, you know, like uh, uh, here it's it's very common that every uh, member of the family have a, a new car and every two to three years change it. You know, and 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 I remember like I, I don't need a new car. You know, I, I can I can do it with with one car and and there's Uber. You know, and and just removing yourself from from the structure that it's expected out of you. Uh, it, it's been that, but I needed external influence. That that's that's the. Complete truth. Yeah,
0: it's it's really hard to break that mold, you know, like for myself, um, yeah. not too long ago, I had this van that I was using, and it had graffiti on the side of it, and it had dents all over it. And mm-hmm. I remember I, I drove down to this street, it's a real kind of rich part of Melbourne, and I parked it at the front of this cafe, and I got it out of the car. And there was two guys sitting there next to their mm-hmm. BMWs, and they actually laughed at me when I got out of my car. But it was interesting Wow! because when I got out of the car, because I'm not insecure about my own success or about where I'm from or anything, Mm -hmm. I'm seeing them and they're next to their car. And I see them as being insecure by trying to put it onto me, but I'm proud. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I know where I am. I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to have a car to prove to you that I'm successful because you know, my happiness is Mm -hmm. within and it doesn't matter what car I drive it's not gonna change that happiness
1: yeah and and connected about religion and 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 being successful here in mexico like they they always teach us like uh, like you have to be super humble like all the time like you cannot speak uh loudly if, if you're having like a like an amazing life no you have always to be like victimized and and it's so freaking weird that and because you, you don't want to say yeah I, I, I'm I'm doing okay you know everybody likes to to talk about their sufferings, and and it's it's an addiction as well. You you go into that into that uh, hole and, and and you dig deeper you know. So like the things that you read and and just like there's no more excuses. To keep watching like soap operas, you know, and and here in Mexico, soap operas are like a big thing. No matter your degree of, of education or your degree of um, income, a lot of people still watch like the freaking old soap operas. That it's just BS, man. It's like hey, come on, man. Like you can watch like a TED Talk, you can listen to an amazing podcast, uh audiobooks. There's no more excuses, and and I'm always trying to show that to people. Like hey. Take care of what you consume because it's it's your life. Mm.
0: You know what? Like um, I talk about an analogy of, of having a ship and you build a ship that you're proud of and that's your business. But a lot of us don't realize who steers our ship. So, you know, as, as a business owner myself, I steer the ship, but it's also the influences, right? So it's the TV that I'm watching or the people around me that don't believe me or the people that are trying to bring me down or there's so many influences. And you've got to realize like the the family that you have, even your best friends that you have, if they have a different perspective you've got to love them and and be with them but you don't have to listen to them to steer your ship there's so many other things out there like you're saying you can if you can't find yeah. it in your own circle you can start watching ted talks you can sign up to a, a workshop or a mastermind or you can travel to america and and go to a big conference or something and you can expand you know that influence
1: yeah i think that that that's that's a big part like education a lot of times it, it's not seen as an as an investment it's 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 seen as an expense and I'm like hey like you can take all these workshops for for X amount of money and oh that's too expensive and then you see them like a month after oh I went to Cancun all this uh, amazing trip and I just wasted like what you could expect expense in in something that was useful to you (laughs) and and your brand and your company. Or I I was talking to a friend because I'm changing my website and it's like, so how much do you invest in your new website? And so like, yeah, around 8K. He's like, holy shit. And it's like, dude, it's, it's my brand. You know, like I have to take care of it. And if, if I see that it's not getting as impactful as I think, it's time to make a team and, and to hire the, the guy who's going to make an amazing copy and, and the, 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 intro video and the animations. It's, it's, it's all I have. And, and people think about big numbers and they're just scared. And it's like, dude, like if you take care of the little or huge amount that you have and invest in different areas, uh, you, you're going to have the possibilities, you know, but I, I see that struggle a lot. People see, the things that I see as an investment, a lot of people see them as, as an expense.
0: Yeah, it really does come down to our education of money. Again, like we were saying before, because not all spending is the same. And what we like to spend money on is instant gratification like a holiday. And what we don't like to spend money on is something that's going to make us more money in the long run, which is your website. Because you know this. You know if you spend $8,000 in your website, you're going to book at least $80,000 from that website. Like that's very true yeah. isn't it yeah <laughs> but yeah we, we see like if we don't get instant certification you know we don't want to spend that money
1: yeah no it it's it's weird and 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 believe me uh i i always uh, teach in, in my workshops and when i talk with with other photographers that a lot of the success that i have had it's it's a lot of times uh, based out of luck uh because uh, like i i don't have these steps uh to be like yeah if you follow these three steps uh, i can I can guarantee you that you're gonna make X amount of money. You know, it's 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 been like just making connections anywhere I go, and 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 for me, like the instead of SEO and all this stuff, just being an, a super decent human being and trying to solve problems and working for free has has given me more than 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 a lot of other people. But but I still know that I need to to work in that, you know, to 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 making peace with money. And and to make it steppable to get there.
0: You're preaching to the choir here. Like you know, you know me, you know that's exactly how I work, you know. The years I've done working for free, like the amount that I'll help anyone or just like jump onto anything or connect. I mean, what is business? Like when when people say like business, uh, I hate business, I hate sales, I hate all this kind of stuff, all it is is like you're finding a way to connect with someone. Like, isn't that it? Like that's the secret to business. It's like, I have something that you want, so I've packaged it up in something. And let's connect and let's be friends.
1: No, one of, of the other things talking about like the, the showing off that here I see that people are afraid of, it's just making sacrifices, like uh, downgrading your life, your lifestyle for a little bit uh, for the benefit in the long run. And I think uh, we can learn a lot by, by doing sacrifices. That's it.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we don't stress it enough. And And I know for myself, like this is... I love talking about this stuff because I live and breathe this. Like you know, I'm the person that doesn't have a new car or a new TV, and I live in a you know a humble house and everything. Because I'm not here to prove to anyone that like you know I'm flying in jets and things like that. But making those sacrifices, you got to remember when you're when you're in your business or doing whatever is, would you rather get to where you want to go, even if you've got to make a small sacrifice, or stay where you are in your life now. And if you're not happy right now, like what would you change to get to where you want to go? And, you know, if you're uncomfortable enough in where you are, like maybe it's your relationship, maybe it's your work and your career and you're not you're not going up or maybe it's something. If you're happy with that, like that's fine. You don't need to change. But if you do want to change, like how much of a sacrifice will you make in your life that's going to reward so much higher and you'll be able to transform into that new life?
1: Yeah. Yeah, but the, like the, the word uh, like faith, uh, not in religion, but in, in yourself and, and in your plans and aspirations, it's, it's one of the things that uh, we as, as a culture, I'm I'm talking like Latin America, we, we need to, to excel in that into in into make that effort to, 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 to think that it's possible because we love our heroes you know, oh, this guy, he was a revolutionary or this guy or this girl was a rebel. But and we like to be in the crowd, you know, just like applauding comfortably and like living their life of our heroes through 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 laziness, you know, like, oh, no, no, these guys had more talent than me. So I, I'm just going to wait and, and, and press play. And and that's B.S. And, and I'm always trying to tell that to other photographers, like my my way of like, Trying to uh, exchange knowledge is by by saying, "Hey guys, I'm not better than you. Like this is my formula. Uh, you you can apply it on your own, but I I, I don't want to show off and 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 see everyone as my disciple. It's the opposite. It's like let let's let's make a movement.
0: Yeah, let's lift all the let's lift the tide and lift all the ships. Hey, you know, like what you're saying is very similar in Australia. Mm-hmm. People in yeah. Australia don't like to." They don't like to talk about their wins and things like that. And they also don't like to see other people win. So it's called like tall poppy syndrome. So they like to cut people down before they get too successful Uh or too whatever. But I noticed like the first time I went to the U S people there love to talk about how successful they are or what they're doing in their lives. And they're proud of it. And they're more extroverted. And I actually really love that trait about people over there. Like I love that people can be confidently proud, like not, not showing off, but confidently proud mm-hmm. about what they're doing. That they'll yeah. share it with other people. Like, did you find the same when you went to the U.S.?
1: Oh yeah, And ju- Just by grabbing like like business books or creative books, it for me it was like a, like an eye opener. And and then going to my first convention and and seeing all these people like that, I saw like like monsters, like creative monsters and business monsters, and and saw that they were like sh- like showing their struggles first and then showing how what they work for them. I, I, like I love that to demitify my own heroes, and and that was contagious. And I was like, yeah, like that's that's a really amazing example. Because sometimes as well, you go to big, huge conventions, and and it's a different trade. Everybody wants to sell like the the, the quick fixes, uh, but when you, when you go to to the middle size or or the small ones that you can have a drink with whatever whoever you want, and and they really open up. Uh, that's that's when it hit me. And like, uh, for example, I, I have always been a big fan of uh, Gabe McClintock and I, I bought his presets back in Woof, like more, more than 10 years ago. And then we connected and we did like a, how to say, like a photo shoot of a of, of model in, in Vegas in WPPI and since then on we have become like super close friends and so it became from a fan uh, to a friend and not to a lover it's never going to be there but but just to say like dude like it's <laughs> it's been amazing you know like that, that that i saw this guy up here and now we're just like equals and, and we push ourselves to to try to be better
0: yeah it's so incredible when i first met you you had that same or about you, you know, like I was at a big conference and you were one of the speakers. Um, I'm not sure if I was speaking that year. I might have been. I'm not too sure, but I remember like I I knew of your work and I loved your work. And then someone, a mutual friend, introduced us, and we just had a big conversation. But I think like the fact that you take the time just to stop and acknowledge someone and talk to someone at a conference that has 500 people and give someone the time of day, like it's it changes the game like for yourself because. You know, it's, it's like you're saying. Like you're starting to create those connections. You start creating fans without even trying to make fans. You know, you, you're attracting people to the, to the message that you have and to the belief, and then it opens up that dialogue. So for myself, like I'm so attracted to people like you, and I could sit in a room and, for days and days and talk with you because, you know, we are going to be pushing each other up to another level and challenging each other's beliefs and and like and starting that conversation
1: yes that's the way to do it like yeah to to acknowledge that yeah you're there to perform but but after you after you do your 40 minute presentation it's like hey let's let's know each other you know because i i I go and i still go to conventions not 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 to preach but but to learn you know like uh, I, i don't know if it happens to you but like the first four years for me was like, holy shit, I'm surviving out of something that I love. Awesome. And then once you are like in the top of the game or people recognize you, like other photographers, I mean, uh, then it's it's your, um, your belief to say, I'm going to be the big shit and I'm going to give autographs here and there or I want to learn from the new generations <laughs> because uh, w- w- like... When I started as photography, like the older generations, they were super jealous about what they knew, you know? And, and, and I was like, yeah, yeah, dude, like, at, at least in Mexico, uh, at least in my hometown, at least in my area, I want to at least change that. That not because you're on top of your game means that you have to be a son of a gun and you have to treat everyone like, like, bring me Evian water or... M's, only reds, you know, that kind of stuff. And and it's like, come on, we're only wedding photographers. And 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 I remember when photography wasn't cool, and then seeing this wave of that things change. And so you have to see that as a blessing. Like, yeah, thank you, man, that I'm here, that that I can represent my country, my values, but and what's next, you know. I, I'm always trying to to get what's next. And so I have learned to shut the fuck up and try to listen more.
0: (laughs) Listening is one of the, it's it's actually a hard, um, it's a hard skill to, to learn, but it's one of the most important skills, isn't it? Just
1: listening. Yeah. And it's, and it's hard, man. Like when I'm listening to your podcast, sometimes I I disagree, like, and and I, and I see myself that I, that I feel angry. Like why I don't, why I don't (laughs) think like that. Why it hasn't come natural for me to, to be in that mindset. And then I just take a take a walk, and I'm like, dude, I, I have to change, you know? Like I I acknowledge things, uh, freaking post uh, sticky notes all over my room, and then uh, try to dissect and go baby steps, uh, because I think that's the only way to to grow by knowing that you have a lot of weak points uh, to work, and you have a lot of life to 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 try to make them. Uh, a bit better, at
0: least. It's so good to hear that you're still learning, you're still growing doing all that stuff. Mm. Um, because the second that you stop doing that, you just become irrelevant and, you know, that's kind of game over, isn't it? So, yeah. like, just acknowledge, like, for myself, I'm learning all the time. I'm learning on this podcast, listening to you. And what you said is exactly right. Like, if you disagree with something that I say, it's all about recognizing, like, that something triggered you and then having the... Like actually working on yourself. So, like, I think about this a lot. And even if I post something and it triggers people, I think about how there's different levels of where people are at with mindfulness. So, at the bottom level, you'll just trigger and then you'll write something nasty back and you'll get into a big argument. But as you work your way up, you'll start like going, I disagree with that. But then I'll think about how that makes me feel. Why do I disagree with it? Is it challenging my beliefs? Mm -hmm. Is it the wrong way? Is it the right way? Am I doing it wrong? And then you know, you might come back with something, but you probably won't even come back with something because now you've got a whole new thing to think about. And that's like, you know, so many levels of like self-development right there of, you know, taking yourself through those stages to the point where mm-hmm. if someone's challenging you on a belief, like you can actually sit there and listen to it and and acknowledge what they're saying and believe what you have mm-hmm. is either better or worse. It could be, you know, it could be wrong as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. But But I think... Th- allowing yourself to make those questions, you know, because I remember the first few times that I went to the big conventions, uh, I, I, saw like the, like the, I don't know, the, the timeline. And and if I saw the word like business, I was like, Oh, that that guy doesn't know what he's talking. You know, he, he's not following the art in what we do, <laughs> that kind of stuff, you know? And, and then as, as, as the time goes by, uh, you have to, you have to be truthful. You have to say, okay. Okay, this, this, I, I can thrive in, in creating artsy stuff, but if, if I don't have the skills to, to offer it, uh, I'm, I'm done. So, and, and I'm still trying to make peace with that. It, 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 it's a st- constant struggle for me, but, but it's, it's, it's a good one to have, I think. And, and for me during this pandemic, I, I, on a daily basis, I go walking with a good friend of mine and we're always trying to consume like, I don't know, like streamers, like with Twitch, or even like freaking OnlyFans, man, and and it's like seeing how the economy has changed so quickly, and and then trying to see how you can apply it or implement it in in your area.
0: Have you seen like a big shift in um in di- in different people and in the industry of like how some people have reacted? Is, is anything kind of surprised you in like maybe the people that you follow or the or the people that you thought were leaders or? um or influences and things like that like have you seen something where you're like wow like that's you know i didn't think that was going to happen uh,
1: let me think about it like uh, to be totally honest i i don't follow a, a lot of industry leaders uh I, I always say that unfollow all your wedding photographer heroes uh because if not you you you, you get just depressed and you say like oh i cannot do anything <laughs> yeah so so i usually try to follow more their personal stuff uh But yeah, I have seen like how like uh, like the educational part, like like Patreon and Skillshare and Teachable, like uh, there's more educational courses uh, like out there. And I think it's it's quite beneficial and and, and just trying to be super honest with I need to get better at and then and then go for it. Like like I I usually wake up quite early between four and 430 a.m. And because I want to I want to make my time valuable i have three little monsters so once they wake up my 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 time it's splitted like into 25 seconds of concentration like the pomodoro method man and and after that i'm just tired as fuck man so yeah i have to take care of, of my time as a creative do you believe like um like with
0: education and stuff, you know so many people save to go to college or save to send their kids through college, and there's so much general generalized knowledge out there. And right now, there's so many people teaching specialized knowledge and you can go to someone that is um, that is performing at the peak of whatever industry that that they're in. So they're doing it at the highest level and you can actually learn from those people. So for instance, and you know this, people can come to you, Right now, you know, if if they're in Mexico and they see you and they're like, oh, my God, how does he do this? They no longer have to go to college and get generalized knowledge and waste all those years. They can actually come to you, get that specialized knowledge and learn from someone that they imagine the success for themselves. Like how much of a game changer is that?
1: Dude, for me, that's everything, man. Like my my university now it's freaking podcast, man. That's it. You know, like, uh, and, and then like a a few uh, courses here and there, but like, it's, it's been a constant uh, talk uh, with my wife about like uh, how how many, how, how, how big is the investment in a college right now here? And it's huge, man. And how many people can return that investment? It's, it's, it's like few percentage, man. So yeah, I think my my oldest right now she's twelve, and and yeah we have like a college fund. But when she's eighteen, we're gonna be able to to manage that money. And I think we're gonna go in a different direction because I have seen those benefits. And uh, there's an audiobook that I don't remember the freaking name right now. I, I'm gonna send you the link, but it's about how college uh, universities have. It's it's only another um, object, you know. It's another product. So yeah, I think. It's not necessary right now. If you, The younger you know what you love and, and if you have the push of your parents to go and try it and, and be aware that you're going to fail so many times and, and that you're not alone and then you can keep trying. So imagine like, okay, I, I'm going to be a wedding photographer and you're like 12, man. Like you have like eight years to make so many fuck ups and you're going to still live with your parents. So it's like, dude... It's doable, you know. So I think that's, and and one that's one of the things that we mislead here in Mexico. Like we sanctified uh, the college degree, you know, and and I think the craftsmanship, uh, it's it's gonna add more value. You, you can see here, like uh, how to say uh, the people who cleans the shoes here. I, I don't remember the the name in English. Um, yeah, I I took a, a, a groom to 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 do that on the, on the wedding day. And, and, and the, the, the guy was like, it's 20 and it was 20 pesos. That's the equivalent of $1, man. And, and, and in the States, if you want to do that in an airport, you had to pay like $20. You know, So the same with, with, if you love like uh, plants and all that stuff here in Mexico, it's, it's like a low income, um, job. And in the states, it's 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 valued because you know your hands are valuable. So electricians like like yourself here in Mexico, it's like yeah, whatever, man. Like, because everybody's independent. And and in the states, if you know that, you can become like huge, right? So I, I think in these generations, things are gonna change, and people are gonna value more uh, the craftsmanship and and the talent, no matter the the degree that you have. Mm. Hey, so
0: we're kind of going a little bit off topic. We want to talk about resilience a little bit. So I know for yourself right now, like resilience is a huge thing because there's so many people at home with the pandemic. There's so many people that are losing incomes. There's so many people that have never been through a market cycle before. So they've never seen a recession or they've never seen, you know, some of the things that maybe you and I have seen in business. But um, with resilience, like have you, have, have you had to overcome a lot of things in your career where you know you've just had to get back up, or people have said no and no, or you can't do it and you shouldn't do it, um, people not believing in you, like you know all those things. Like, how have you dealt with it over time?
1: Well, I, I think just like one ha- having the cojones to to take that that step, it, it's number one. Like that's changing your mindset. Uh, like I remember when I started to do more like experimental stuff in weddings, at least experimental for for the Mexican market. Uh, we were expecting our first child, you know, and, and we understood that we couldn't afford our our rent, so we came to my family in law and we say, hey guys, uh, hello, can can you support us? Can you can we stay for you for a while? And and we stayed with them for a year, you know, because we knew that. The, the income was going to change. It was just a, a, a maybe and living out of maybes, it, it has to be empowering, you know? And and, and after two years of, of trying that, uh, my older brother, he's a doctor and I helped him uh, build his house, man, you know? But w- when I was struggling, he helped me. He was like, hey man, like, here's for your uh, American Express, man. Uh, and so I think that's one of the things that we have to learn like to don't value people by the amount of money they have in their bank accounts, but more about their aspirations and their guts and their cojones and their energy to, to make it happen, (laughs) to make it happen, you know? And, and, and I think that's the thing, like we have to change perspective, who's hunger enough. And I'm going to go with that girl or, or, or him, you know, and being with someone that, it's going to be with you even in your load times as well. Uh, for me, like my wife ha- has always been with me like, hey, I'm going to try that. Another big change for me was changing my, my website from Spanish to English. Just like that, man. A lot of photographers were like, no, that's BS, man. Uh, you feel so like high end. And I'm like, I might be, man. And and after a few years, it started to, to work for me as well. So every time I have changed market, it's it's been a bis- big risk for me. Because, you know, a lot of times photographers start to know you and your brand, but brides and grooms, they don't care about that. They they, they don't care about how many awards you have. I, I have never been like, I have 10,000 awards, man. It's like, F that, man. If you don't <laughs> see value in the way I photograph, next. And and for me, wedding planners that I can relate to have been my, my, my biggest, um, uh, accomplishment to to make those relationships stronger so yeah i have had so many mistakes um but after 14 years we were still here and hopefully for the next 14 more maybe i don't know man so you have pretty
0: used to um just falling off the horse and getting back up is there times like you know when when you you know for instance you had your kids and you work but you work for yourself um, You know, times when you just felt like, okay, this is scary. This is hard, you know. Yeah, tell me like the biggest event in your life Mm -hmm. so far, in your career.
1: I think the biggest one was, uh, I don't know in Australia, but here in Mexico, usually you ask for a loan, uh, like a 30-year loan to buy a house. And I remember when I make the leap, my wife told me, in two years, we're going to own our house. And I'm like... I think my bank account disagreed with, with you. <laughs> you know? Like totally disagree. It's, it's not possible. It's like, a, it's never going to happen. And she just told me, just, just have faith, man, and work your ass off. And for those two years, I might be, I, I travel like crazy. I, I said yes to everything, man. And after two years, we own a freaking house, man. And it's, it's, it's our dream house. It's, it it looks like a, like a public school, you know, it's not fancy, but it's ours, man. We don't own no one, what we have. So I think my biggest struggle, I think it's believing in myself, Mm. you know, as as a businessman, as a, as a creative, as a good human being, uh, like trying to control the, this, the natural selfishness. Uh, that it's inside of me. It, it's been my biggest struggle. But I think my my I'm so proud of believing in other people more than myself. And I know that I need that support to, to keep growing.
0: I, I resonate with that 100%. Like my wife, she believes in me more than I believe in me. And so when, she, when I tell her what <laughs> I'm going to do, she tells me it's way up here. And then I, I'm like, oh, my God. Mm. Like, what do you mean? I can't even get to there. And it's so interesting that you have the you know the exact same support network. like if someone like she sees that that spark in you, even if you can't see it and she can see what's possible, and then you just like blindly go, yes, okay, well, let's do it. And then because of that, you do push yourself, you say yes to more opportunities, you push yourself out there further. you, you know put put a better website out there. you make, you make it happen because now there's a goal and there's a belief behind it. It's incredible.
1: Yeah, I think that everybody's uh, everybody wants to take uh, like the right decisions. But I think when when we take the wrong decisions is when we learn the most, and mm-hmm. nobody or only a few people have uh, the 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 willingness to take the wrong ones. Not the stupid ones. I mean, like the the, the wrong ones that. And and that gives you a lot of leverage because only a few people will risk it, and that's when when you keep growing as well. But fear it 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 can like paralyze you or it can push you like like a like a like a like a, like a turbine or something. So I, I have always make that fear my best friend, and and that it's always kicking my ass to keep going forward.
0: Mm, I can see like your positive outlook on life is is you know it's probably almost like the thing that to thank for your success, because it's, it's going to keep pushing you and keep pushing you. Um, you said something before that I really loved, and it was basically game gamification. So talking about how you have one life um, and we're in a game and you have actually worked out. And this is something I worked out at a young age as well was we have more than one life and there's more chances. And there's so many times you can roll the dice. And there's so many times, like even if, you don't win this, you know, this game, you can win the next one and it just keeps going. So is that something that you live by with your business and oh, like with your craft, with your everything, you know, just like rolling that dice and seeing what you get and then playing those cards?
1: I, I think it is like a, because one thing I, I was never used to like like the, the good life per se, like a, before being a wedding photographer, I was earning like around like 250 US per, per month. You know so I have never been uh, I don't know um, I have a hard time uh, how to say uh, enjoying like the pleasures in life uh, that it's more like the luxury stuff when my wife takes me to a fancy restaurant uh, I feel weird <laughs> uh, like I don't enjoy that. Totally. you know it's not like yeah I have made it it's like fuck off man like let, let's go to some taco place and just talk about life, you know. It's and, and for a lot of people, like the ambience and and the 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 kind of people that surrounds you, makes you feel successful. And for me, it's not. For me, it's being aware that stress is gonna fuck me up. So I have always tried to to take decisions that I, I have stress free life, you know. And and what what that means for me, it's like not growing my business. I don't want to have. Take 10,000 employers, you know, I don't want to have a a local in in the fanciest um, town, in the fanciest place in town, you know, for me, it's like, let's make it everything virtual and the cost of living as low as I can to have leverage to experiment and play in different areas.
0: That's incredible. I love that mindset and I love that whole outlook, you know, like for myself, it really is the same. Like I said before, like, you know, not having a nice house and stuff, we lived in a tiny house for however many years. But the thing is when people say like, but you can afford a nicer house, like you can afford like to buy, you know, live a little bit more luxury. And for me, I don't see it like that because I'm like, it's not my money. It's the business's money. And I don't want to spend anything because I'm experimenting all the time and I want to do projects and I want to spend my time doing podcasts and I want to spend my time doing things that don't make me money because I want to be creative. Like, you know, it's not just wedding photography for me being creative. It's everything. Like I want to write emails and blog posts and I want to write a book and I want to, you know, make music and I want to take photos. And like, I love that so much. And because that is, you know, my pinnacle of success, it means that like, I've got to make my lifestyle like evolves around, allowing me to do those things all mm-hmm. the time.
1: Yeah. I think that's one of the things that I have to learn. Uh, right now I'm 41 years old. and I, I think, I, I have always have like this mentality of of, of an artisan. Uh, I don't know if you know this book that's called like Small Giants. Uh,
0: no, I haven't
1: heard it, it. It's a beautiful business book. It's it's about all these creators who who say no to to the big changes. You know, uh, like like the, the 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 artisan who's making like the rock and roll like leather jackets for for all the rock stars. You know. And she had opportunities to take them to like depart- department stores. And she's like, no, I want to keep like the myth alive, you know? And that takes a lot of balls, you know, like saying no to a lot of huge opportunities. But again, like not because it worked for you, it means that it's going to work for me. And, and, and being okay with the repercussions of your decisions, even if you doubt them every single second of your life, it's, 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 it's a miracle. And, and it's beautiful to be okay with that. You know, like I I, I love that. I love listening to, to contradictions. I don't want to listen to a podcast who's saying the same things or has the same values that I have, because if not, it's not, it's not going to be challenging. It's like, like saying yourself to your mirror. Oh, I'm gorgeous, man. You know, I'm the best in the freaking universe. It's like, that's not growing. You know, that's just like, minimizing life. So for me, it's like I have always been challenging. And even with my wife, like she believes in a lot of like Krishna stuff. And I'm always mocking that her, you know, because I'm I'm a more like realistic hands on uh, person and our fights and our and our laughs are about those subjects, you know, and and I'm OK with that. Uh, she's my best friend, but we don't have to agree in everything to, to have an amazing life.
0: Of course. Right now, I know you know a lot of people are kind of suffering a little bit with, um, with with the pandemic. There's so many different situations, you know, situations that I can't even understand because they're completely different to mine. Um, people all around the world. Do you think right now, like, does it come down to your mindset of what place you're going to be in and how you're going to come out of something like this? Like, um, how you know we're talking about resilience, and the thing is about resilience is you're not always under pressure. You're not always in that space the whole thing is it's like the pressure will lift or it will change and being resilient is being is withstanding that low point but then enjoying that high point like do you believe right now that if people are resilient like there is light for them
1: yes i think uh, the hardest thing to to think uh, or change it's uh getting out of uh, survival modes you know, and, and I think if you leave uh, your ego behind, if you don't leave out of your successes, I, I think like right now, it's the time to say, OK, I don't have enough money. I have to drive an Uber or do Uber Eats or whatever. Like you have to do it, man. And and, and see that not every decision that we take, uh, it's permanent, you know, like no one's going to look down at you, like do whatever it takes to give you peace of mind. And, and, and I think that's one of the things that we have to acknowledge that a lot of times with social media and all this, it's like living in like high school all over again. Like no one cares about what you do, man, unless you're a fucking asshole, you know, and and, and you take advantage of people. Yeah. (laughs) People are going to point at you, but if you're trying to survive, like be humble enough to to make whatever it takes uh, to bring bread to the table, and and I'm willing to to provide. Like I have done a lot of uh, trades uh, in this in this era. Like I take pictures of of your food or of your, of your family and just feed me. You know, like I, I'm experimenting with studio light n- nowadays. Um, and I say, hey, how much is it? Feed me, man. You know, like I'm okay with doing that. I I don't want to monetize my talent every single time. Like next week I'm photographing a singer songwriter that I love his music and I'm doing it because I want to do it, man. Because, because I, that part of my soul needs to, to try different things. And, and, and I know that it's, it's, it's a, how say, it's a privilege to sometimes think like that, but. A good friend of mine, he's always telling me, like, how do you want to be remembered, you know? You want to be remembered, like, as the talented talented guy or the talented artist, or the guy who you can have a beer with, and when you needed help, he was there for you as well, and that make connections uh, locally, nationally, or internationally, and he share his knowledge. I want to be that guy, man, you know? I think that's going to be more valued, And and my kids are going to say like, yeah, my dad wasn't just like a fucking millionaire or whatever, man. Like he he was a good human being. And for me, that's more than enough. If we are able to exchange our challenge, our talent, sorry, for for food or for other talent, I'm, I'm in. That's incredible.
0: Hey, so there's so many different mindsets with di- like different people, especially right now. And a lot of us like to reassure us that, um, you know, things are looking bad and we, and we cling on to the negative. It's, it's easier to cling on to the negative than actually see the positive. And for myself, like I just closed down my studio because I can't even open it. We're in lockdown and um, I'm in my room right now, like sitting on the side of my bed to, to talk to you. So like, you know, things are scaling back. And I had someone have a comment the other day was um, how could you be successful when you just close down your studio and how can you be successful if you're in your room, like doing podcasts and things. But the thing is with that person, right? They, because they're projecting that onto me, all I can see is they are worried about people seeing that about them. And if you're going online and you're worried about, um, you know, putting yourself out there and saying, Hey guys, I want to pick up some extra shifts um at the local cafe because i need some extra money or if i want to drive for uber or you know i need to close down my studio i need to i need some help with rent or something a lot of us like if you come in with that mindset you of course you're going to be worried about other people attacking you because you're online attacking those people but like you said before like if you change your mindset and realize that no one actually cares about you everyone cares about themselves so no one's sitting there looking at you going like oh like if you're driving Uber, you must be unsuccessful. I'm going to get online and I'm going to make sure that I tell you that. Um, So I think like that, that change of outlook for yourself, if you find yourself online and this is to the listeners, if you find yourself online and, and you do want to bring someone down like that, um, it it basically like, you got to think inwards of like, are you scared of being brought down? And then are you projecting that before someone does it to you? And they're the things like in the mindset and especially in a time like now, like, you need to let go of that ego and you need to allow yourself to thrive instead of survive. And right now is the perfect time to thrive because you've got more time. You've got more connections with amazing, you know, uh, influencers and, and industry leaders around the world. You've got more resources online. You've got, there is so many reasons why right now is the time for you to actually thrive and come from that space.
1: Yeah, and, and as well, like, the, the, redefining what success means to you, uh, it, it's its its a huge challenge, but I think we need to take that, that risk as well. Like I know so many people with so much money, man, and they're not that happy, you know? And, and then I know people who, who are living out of a daily basis and they're always smiling and they're always projecting happiness and showing you like there's, there's always a better way to do things. So uh, challenge yourself about that. Like for me nowadays, success represents what? A- another zero in a bank account? Or having enough time uh, to watch a movie at noon or 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 to talk with a friend with with without pressures and being extremely honest about my feelings and emotions. What like for me, like when I changed that, when I saw that successful doesn't represent or it's not equal to a lot of freaking money it's more about having enough because sometimes enough can be related to mediocrity or i don't know medi- mediocrity i don't know how to say it when i changed that my happiness uh, percentage like went through the roof man uh, i don't need to have a lot of freaking money to be a successful human being you know, and, and, and that's the thing for me, being successful, it's waking up with a freaking smile in my in my ugly face and saying, yes, man, I'm living out of a dream. I can inspire others as others has have inspired me. I can empower my kids to show them that you can create a beautiful life and you can break your possibilities of what I, with what we are expecting out of you. For me, that's success, man. And 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 that's it. Like a stressful, a stressless life, uh, with a lot of smiles, and enough money, enough food. That's that's it, man. I I I have made it. It's, yeah,
0: I love I love that. I love that you're associating your success with just even a smile. You know because. At the end of the day, if you imagine yourself successful, what are you imagining? Are you imagining the zeros in the bank account or are you imagining the smile on your face because you just made that success? And a lot of us don't hit success because we don't know what our success is. Um, can I tell you yeah. what my success is? Because it's pretty interesting. Go for yeah. it, please. My, yes. my success, and I, and I have said this for years and I really do love it, is my willingness to do and fail. And I think about it all the time. And the reason why that's my success is If I put myself out there and I just just say I hold a workshop, so it's a live workshop and people come to my workshop and then nobody shows up. So I will still have a smile on my face because my willingness to do, and even if it failed, it doesn't matter. I put myself out there and I gave Mm -hmm. it all. If I did show up to that workshop and then at the end of the day, for some reason everybody was not happy with that workshop and then they get online and they tell everyone that they weren't happy, I will still feel successful because in my mind I will say I put myself out there in front of everybody. I stood there and I pulled out my heart. I did all those things. I was uncomfortable and there's a massive risk. I'm going to fail. And I did that. What did everybody else do? And and for me, like when I do that, when I put myself out there, that's why I put myself out there so much with so many things. I share my story because for me, like the more I share my story, the more I connect with people, the more that I help people change their lives with that it's, I get so much success and I, and I smile every time, every time I fail, I smile because I allowed myself to fail. Like every time it's something doesn't work out or lose a lot of money or like a lot of people just, um, you know, postpone their weddings or something. I smile because I allowed myself to be in a situation to feel alive right there.
1: It requires way, way less energy to criticize, to point a finger than to really try it or do something. And it requires Way, way less energy to be sad or unhappy. I, I'm not talking about depression. Depression, it's, it's something else, no? But it doesn't require too much effort. And I think being happy and being uh, willing to, it's it's the effort. And I love your definition of su- success, man. Really. I'm, I'm going to steal Sorry, it, man. I- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can tell you, I'm, I am so successful and I fail all mm-hmm. the time. And that's why, like, even when people see me fail, they're like, why are you smiling about that? Mm. It's because if you know your success, you're not worried.
1: Yeah, I think I, I think uh, uh, a, a big degree of innocence, uh, it's requiring this world as well. Like, if you're just thinking, uh, if I do this, people are going to think about that. Or, uh, yeah yeah in a, uh, w- when we become grown-ups it, it it's, it's a required tool to be able to do things, because if not we just get paralyzed man, mm. by, by, by the they might critique. it might fail so so yeah i'm I'm a big supporter of if someone wants to mess with me doesn't matter why, what I think of him, you know? It's like, yeah, man, be my guest, you know? I'm still going to try to make my things. You're still going
0: to do your thing. It doesn't shake you. It, a lot of this stuff comes down to even just, like, being true to your own core and, like, so, like, I don't like to do anything that I don't believe down, down, deep down inside that I'm doing the right thing or I'm doing the best I can. So if someone said, like, Jai, I don't like that podcast and I think you should stop doing it because you can't speak properly and and, you know, whatever it is, deep down it doesn't shake me because I'm like, well, I'm doing the best that I can. And, you know, maybe you need to look inwards and see what you're doing. Like, you know, what impact are you making? Because you can't throw rocks at someone if you're not doing something yourself. Like it doesn't make any sense right there.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like being like a film critic, man. Uh, you, You can know all the dates, all the technicalities, all the gears, but you have never had the cojones to, to film for you, for yourself. No. And Mm. you're gonna be exposed man and and knowledge doesn't represent doesn't represent mastery so I, I i prefer to try and fail than to just be like oh yeah oh the color in this picture is like fuck off man like i did my best with what i had and and, and that's that's more than enough that's incredible
0: hey for, can you leave us with a bit of a message right now um To everybody that's just inside that need to hear that there is light that need just that little bit more guidance and um and just to feel good today can you leave us with a bit of a message
1: yeah i think don't be afraid uh to contact all the people that you admire man and and i'm i'm a am i'm a true believer i have made so many heroes friends and, and we, because it's not only me, we have learned so much. I, I think if we value this community uh, as, 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 as it is, it's amazing. I think that the, the, I don't know if the photography, but at least the wedding photography industry is one of the most humbles that I have known. So really honor it and, and don't be a bad human being. Just, just try to connect and, and and don't ask for things. Just be like, hey, man, I'm I'm there for you. Like, try to solve each other problems instead of give me something. Uh, I want to be your second shooter. I want to do this. I want to do that. It's like, chill the fuck up, man. Like, <laughs> make make a brand. Uh, be there. <laughs> share your inspiration. And and I think slowly people will gravitate to, uh, towards you. And 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 I think I have learned so many. Uh, from so many young people and so many from some old people, and just be willing to learn from everybody. But don't be uh, egotistic enough to saying that you're always going to be the big shit. That's going to be your biggest fail. That's so
0: incredible. Hey, so talking about connecting with you, can we find you on Instagram? And I know you've got some education and stuff as well. And you know, I want my I want my listeners to go and check out your stuff.
1: Yeah, well, I'm I'm Fer Juaristi all over the universe not o- except only fans uh i haven't been uh strong enough to to open my my only fans account <laughs> but yeah i, I have a <laughs> i have a patreon website uh everything's in spanish but we try to add english subtitles to everything uh and i did it in spanish because we lack a lot of uh, translation like even all the books that have awesome. resonated with me uh there's only a few in spanish and um, so yeah like uh, if you wanna learn Spanish and a little bit of photography, uh you're more than welcome in, in my Patreon community. Well, believe it or not, the third most uh downloads for
0: my podcast is from Mexico. So you've got Wow, yeah, amazing you've got a lot of a lot of listeners on here right now. And it's probably one of the reasons why you're the most requested person on my podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm always I'm always shouting out, man. Like I, I, I love uh the interview that you did uh, with, with Jonas, man. It was it was beautiful, man. You know, like, like, yeah. It's 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 just like that. We have to be able to not press skip when we hear something that we disagree with. We have to challenge. And and Jonas is one of those guys, man. That you're like, oh, holy. Okay, I'm gonna give it a chance, and then I'm gonna apply it or implement it, and you're gonna see the results. So, yeah. absolutely.
0: I just want to say a huge thank you from myself and from my listeners for taking the time to. Um, dropping so much fire with us and um and helping us with our mindsets right now like we really need it and i just think this message is going to impact so many people first so thank you so much
1: no thank thank you jay and please keep doing what you do man i I already signed up for for your for your workshop man and let's keep trying our best man and there we
0: have it the most requested man for my podcast and i can see why his mindset's incredible So much energy, just good flowing conversation. I'm so excited about today's episode. If you loved it, tag us on Instagram, jialong.co. Make sure you share it with your friends and I'll see you next week.
1: Spread the love and create opportunities for the people around you. Make Your Break is brought to you by Jialong and produced at our in-house studio, Free the Bird Productions. We love creating opportunities for you and hope you'll share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. For more information on this podcast, our online courses, products, workshops, or just want to say hi, we're here for you at JaiLong.co.